So whether a shar and whether any animal, dinam shabalachas will be the same with regards to falling into a pit, meaning that even though by the parsha of bar it says when an ox or a donkey falls into the pit. The truth is, really for any animal Allah will be the same. The Kesef Yashiv Labala that we darshan out call Shiesh Labailam. Anything that has owners it doesn't have to be an ox or a donkey. It could be anything. It could be a cow. It could be a moose. It could be anything. If it falls into the pit and gets damaged, then the Balabar has to pay for the damages that it caused. Ulav Frashas Har Sinai. This is uh, last week's Parsha. With regards to dis- distancing from mountain from the mountain of Har Sinai at the time of Matan Torah, the pasuk says, "Im behema im ish lo yichye." That everyone at the distance so they don't die when the Torah comes down because of the kedusha. So we darshnat af apish lo yizgar el behema. All it says in the pasuk is behema, which would be domesticated animals. The truth is, af even wild animals, the open birds are included in this um, pasuk. Excuse me. That they also they also distance themselves from the mountain when the Torah was being given on on our Sinai. Well, Tashlumei Kefa with regards to payment of Kefa with Geneva with theft. The pasuk says, "Im himati timati biyad haGeneva mishor ad chamar ad sechaim shnei mishalim." That if one steals a donkey, one steals an ox or a sheep, so you got to pay Kefa. V'chinemar al kol davar pesha al shor al chamar al se al ad al kim bivadir ashneim actually yishin al kim mishalim shnei lavi eyu. So, with regards to stealing one's animal, that one has to pay carefully, has to pay double for the neighbor that he did. The truth is, who did the chol All animals, all chayas, all wild animals, all oves, all, 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 oves, all birds. Halacha is the same. It's not just for the animals mentioned in the pasuk, which is the ox, the chamar, the donkey, and the sad, the the lamb. Shreikal kasev amar al kol davar pasha on all things that one is negligent for. So, therefore, it's going to include all of the animals as well. With regards to returning one's lost object, Pasuk says, When you see the ox or the donkey, you gotta return it. The truth is, all animals. And so, to the Pasuk says, So, the truth is also, applies to all behemos, all chayos, and all ofos. As it says, To anything lost of your brother. It's coming to include not just the animals mentioned in the, these specific psukim, but all animals, all behemoths, all chayas, and, and, and all ofos. Lefrika, with regards to frika, is uh, taking the load off of one's animal. The Pasuk says, Kisira chamar when you see the donkey of your enemy, rovates tachas maso, crouching under its load. Don't just leave the donkey there in pain. Go and help out the donkey and remove the load off of its back. And the truth is also, again, for all behemos, chayas, and ofos, this is applicable. Because we learn a gazer shava from chamar. It says, chamar, uh, chamar from Shabbos. That by Shabbos it says, And it says over here also, it says the, the word chamar. It says, It's like by Shabbos applicable to all animals, so by um, taking the yoke, taking the burden off of your friend or your enemy's donkey, Allah is a saying that's applicable to all animals. Lachasima, the pasuk says, "Lo sachsam shor bedisha." One cannot cover one's ox when it's plowing in. The, one, one cannot muzzle one's ox when it's plowing in the field. Meaning, as it's working, you gotta let it eat. So we learn how to gzeir shava of shor shor from Shabbos. It's a shor by Shabbos. It's a shor by lo sachsam shor bedisha. It's like by Shabbos, it's all animals, chayas and ofos. So too by chasima as well. 
it's not just your ox, you cannot muzzle while it's working. It's any animal. While it's working, you cannot muzzle it. You have to let it eat while it's working. For kalayim, the Pasuk says, kalayim. And in the too, it says, you're domesticated animals. The truth is also for all chayos and all ofos as well, you cannot, you cannot have kalayim. As the Pasuk says, you not play with your ox and your donkey together. For any animal, that's any, any behemoth, any chay, you cannot have them uh, be plowing together. And the truth is that the Rambam Paskins, that on a Torah level, with regards to being chayev, transgressing the law of kalayim for plowing for harisha, it's only when you plow, only when one is a kosher animal, one is a non-kosher animal, and they're plowing together, says the Rambam, that's when you transgress the Torah prohibition, compared to the shar and the chamar, the ox and the donkey. However, the Chachavim word goes on a rabbinic level that all minim, whether it's kosher animals, non-kosher animals, doesn't really matter. If they're plowing together, it's a prohibition on a rabbinic level. And they're being on the rush passings that all minim, all animals, are forbidden on a Torah level to be plowing together. So different opinions. The point is that it's going on all animals are all prohibited to plow or to be mating together, but it's not the same men. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, the Shabbos regards to Shabbos. Having your animals rest on Shabbos, the Pasuk says, Losasa chamalacha, so it's not just the ox and the donkey, it's all of your behemoths, all of your chayos, all of your ofos, all, all domesticated wild animals, everything's included, all birds are all included. Like we said, also with, with regards to chayos and ofos are all included. With Shabbos, we learn it out from chayos and ofos are included as well. So what's the obvious question? If so, why does the Torah constantly say a shar or a chamar? If it's referring to everything. The Torah is just using an example of what's normally used in common practice. It's the derech of a person to use his shar and his chamar for his needs. He uses uh, more than the other animals. The shar, the ox, uses for the field. The chamar uses for carrying loads. So they're the most popular animals, we use those in the Pesukim. And that's why the Torah mentions those animals. But the truth is, the Hu Adin Allah applies to all animals as well, with all the Allah as we mentioned over here. Okay, that concludes Perak Hay. Moving on to Perak Vav Mishnah Aleph. Hakone Sonla Deer. One who brings his sheep into the deer, into the pen. Vinal Bifanakro, he locks it up properly. The Gemara explains. With a door, it's a door that could stand to a common wind, will, will not knock it down. That's considered locking it up properly. And then the sheep, they go out and they cause damage with shame, they eat produce from other people's fields, or with regal, they trample on other people's uh, fields, and they cause damage. Putter, the owner of the sheep, is exempt. I, the owner, only provided a minimum shmir, a minimum guarding. So, the door could not stand up to a non-common wind. It could only stand up to a common wind. Meaning, he put up a door which is a minimum shmir, a minimum shmir door. Nevertheless, since we're talking about hoyal v'shein v'regal, shein and regal are mu'adim mitchilas, and they're in the mu'ad category initially, and what would have to pay Nezak Shalim for the damages caused by shein and regal? So, so too, af shmir pechusa kazu patartam, a minimum shmir will exempt the owner from these payments, like we learned back in Parak What about Lunal Bafanakarai? If he doesn't lock the door properly, meaning Shunal, but does he puts up a door, this door cannot stand even up to a common wind. 
So if he's not locking up properly, the yatsa vezik, and they go out and they damage with shame and with, with regal, of course, Chayv is obligated to pay a full nezik a full payment, because he was poshia, he was negligent in the shmira of his sheep. Nifritza belayla, what happens if he locks it up properly? No, if they had some karai. But then, if Nifritza does, the door got breached, or mechitza, or the, 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 the mechitza over there got breached at night, uh, or Shepertsua list and thieves came and broke in. Viatsa Vizik and the animals went out and they caused damage. Putter, then you're exempt. Why? Nadafka, when it got breached at night, are you exempt? However, if it got breached by day, and the time elapsed that it would allow one to be aware of what happened to his sheep and he should be taking care of it. So then are you chayv, you would be chayv to for the damage that it caused. And lastly, Hotiua listened to thieves took out the sheep. They broke in, they took out the sheep. So now the thieves are going to be obligated to pay. And they should canoe because they acquired it when they took it out to be mechaev in its damages that they caused. And the Gemara explains, Even if the thieves did not take out the sheep mamish, they just stood there by the door until they left. As if they took it out with their hands and they would to pay. Whereas when they only made a breach in the fence, so they're Einam Chayavim on this case, when they're not Chayav to pay for the damage the sheep caused, Shein's El Grama Bavad, because that'll only be a grama, they're only causing, it's not direct, and therefore they would be exempt. And in that case also, we said we cannot obligate the owner, because it wasn't his fault that he was broke in, unless again, it happened by day, and there was enough time for him to be aware of it, and he didn't take action, then we could go ahead and obligate the owner to pay. And with that, we conclude Mishnah Aleph.